0: Welcome back to Two Terrible Sports Analysts. I'm your host, Colin, with Ashton as always. Hey, guys. All right. Hopefully, we got enough time for all these topics today, or hopefully, we don't run out of time. Either one is perfect. But <laughs> <laughs> we're going to start out with old Kyrie Irving and his performances after the suspension.
1: All right. Kyrie first game back only 14 points, 5 of 12 from field goal percentage, 2 of 5 from three point percent. But he turned it around fast with his third game back scoring 29, 11 of 16 from the field and 5 of 8 from three point. Then every game after scoring at least in the 20s, with the most recent performance scoring 27 points, 10 of 17 from the field, 2 of 5 from three point So 3 five. Three-point not the best there, but he did score 2.7. But I will say about Kyrie, he is back on track after his eight-game suspension. And um, he'll be fine for the Nets. I think they're going to start winning more games, obviously, with him in the lineup. But being Kyrie, how he is, it doesn't take him long to get back in rhythm on the basketball court. He's just – that's the type of player he is. He's good at the game. So, just – he sees a few go in, he's good. Okay. So, don't take him long.
0: Initially, when where we had this topic planned out, it was literally the one game back. So, it would have been a whole different conversation that we'd be having right now.
1: Right, right, but yeah.
0: Like you said, he's had he's got a few underneath his belt since we took off last week due to Thanksgiving and all that other stuff. I was moving so on and so forth. But, uh, yeah, he's definitely turned it around. He's back to where he was before the suspension. So, I mean, obviously it didn't hinder him, but it hindered him for one or two games. And then he's back to being his old kind of yeah. self on the floor.
1: Yep, he's falling out. Uncle Drew. That's right. They need to make an Uncle Drew, too. And we can watch it. Too, we watched watch the first one together.
0: That's like, right. And you're back, your party.
1: Yeah. long time ago. Well,
0: four years it's ago. Go uh, watch Uncle Drew.
1: Yeah. It was a good movie. Oh,
0: but I'm sure Daryl, yeah. I'm sure a movie company will wait to see if any more controversy shows up before they decide to make a second one.
1: Yeah, it'll be a while just to see how everything turns out with if he learned his lesson or not. But right now, the Nets, they're uh, number six in the East, 13-11. They are five and a half games behind the number one spot, which is the Celtics right now, Collin's team. I think they have the best record in the NBA, the Celtics. They do. Yeah. They Any
0: sure losses do. Losses on the season, I think. What is it? I think they only got four losses in the season. I may be wrong.
1: Five now. 18-5. and five. Oh,
0: they lost little more. My bad.
1: Yep. And then the Bucks are second in the whole NBA was 16-6 and six and also second.
0: In the but. Haven't seen that in a while. It's usually the West that has the top two teams.
1: Yeah. I know. But third is the Suns, which is first in the West. The, the East has been getting better the past few years. Well, I mean, since LeBron left, because everybody left the East to get away from LeBron. Then
0: LeBron went to the West, and then they
1: yeah, to deal with them. yeah, yes. So the East is getting better. So
0: right now with the Lakers, they don't really got to deal with them because. Even though he's still putting up good points, his team still sucks.
1: Right, because of I'm
0: not getting into that right now. <laughs> different topic for a different day. <laughs>
1: oh, they already know my feelings on the He can burn.
0: I mean, he had a 15-point game the other night. He's doing
1: – Oh, wow. Uh, all-star making 15 points. He needs a –
0: the former All-Star, he's not a – He's not an All-Star anymore. And a normal All-Star in a few years.
1: Yeah, he needs to – they need to throw him a party for scoring 15 points. What a comeback. That's
0: right. <laughs> for a sixth man, that's honestly not bad.
1: He was starting at the beginning of the season.
0: I never said he was good. I'm just trying to, <laughs> I'm to make you mad best I can. <laughs>
1: He don't even deserve to be six man. He don't even need to be in the rotation.
0: Ashton's better than Westbrook.
1: Yeah, I am. At least I can make a jump shot.
0: That's true. All right. Before I make Ashton even more red, two separate games, which just happened a couple of weeks ago, two separate games, both got their uh, storms. No, they're filtrated. Yeah, there we go. They're, oh, yeah, the fans stormed the field. That's what I was trying to say. With <laughs> South Carolina and Vanderbilt getting fined for it, how do you feel about that?
1: Um, Well, South Carolina, i I seen they had to pay 100000 for its fans storming the field after a 63-38 to 38 win over the then fifth-ranked Tennessee team. And then Vanderbilt was fined 25000 for this being the school's third violation. Uh, I can go either way with this. I can understand the safety of the fans and the players and everybody if the fans stay in the stands where they belong. But also see the excitement if your school is doing good. You know, you want to run out there. But – I'd save it for a actual game worth storming field, like a championship or something. Not just a regular game winning a, over a ranked team. But I know professional sports do it all the time. Like the NBA, players, coaches, everybody storms the courts or the field. So it's different for a college team because the school wants to have more organization, I guess, with their sports and stuff. So I understand their fines and everything, but I understand the excitement as well. So like I said, I can go either way with it.
0: Oh, yeah, I'm the same way. But whenever the conference is the one finding the schools for it, that's a whole different ballgame. It'd be different if, like, the universities were finding people personally doing it, but it's the school, right? They
1: find. From the conference that they're
0: in. Conference,
1: from the same conference.
0: From the yeah, they're both, they just have, both so happen to be in the SEC. Yeah. Which the SEC is usually top 13 when it comes to football teams. Usually, your top three or four teams. Yeah. Are are usually at least one or two of them is always in the SEC. Yeah. But with saying that, that probably means that they are the strictest conference when it comes down to how they want stuff done and everything else. But like you, I can understand both sides. I can understand that it's a safety risk to the people that are storming the fields and to the players that's on the fields because they get trampled the whole nine yards. But, at the same time, right, you can only have so many security guards and cops to stop so many people.
1: Right. <laughs> They're going to get overran because there's more fans than there are security in those games.
0: Exactly. So, it's just, like, one of those things. It's not really the school's fault that they decided to, their student sections or whatever fans decided to rush the field. Like, The schools can't control that to an extent because, like you said, there's and like I said, there's only so many security guards and police officers on site. It's not like you can stop 30,000 people with even 30 people.
1: Right. I mean, if you want to stop it, call in the National Guard, do them have them do security at football games from now on. Other than that, it's not going to get stopped. No matter how they don't, the fans don't care. How much the school loses money, they're still gonna do it.
0: Exactly. And that's stupid if the team gets fined basically for it.
1: Right, I mean they can't can't find the fans. I mean shoot, we can't they gotta even, find somebody you
0: can't even get people to agree on a day to day basis, let alone telling people that they want an upset game to not storm a field. Right. Like you said, you just pretty much rely on the people to actually be civilized or not, which is never going to work out in anybody's stages.
1: Right. Are are sports fans civilized? No.
0: And to an extent, yes, but whenever you get super excited and what your emotions run over, you can kiss all that goodbye.
1: Right, and then not nothing. You mix alcohol with it. The... That too. I mean, that's all I'm going to say.
0: And all your controls go out the window at that point anyways for the most part and for most people.
1: Right. Then your emotions just really overflow (laughs) with your excitement and everything if your team wins.
0: Exactly. And it's just one of those things, like I said, the school really shouldn't get fined for it but the SEC is trying to keep their powerhouse name as a conference.
1: Right. And that being Vanderbilt's third violation, so it's their third fine that the conference has gave them and it's really not their fault. It they can't do anything to control it. So they're just gonna keep getting fines more and more until and I don't even know, they get suspended or something. I don't know how that would work.
0: Yeah, because it's never going to go away because, like I said, you'd have to control the student sections and everything else, not just students, but, you know, everyday right. people too.
1: Right, just the, all the fans in general, not just the students. I mean, you could control the students more than you can the everyday fans. Yeah,
0: which I still wouldn't want to do much because usually those games are packed full filled with more students than what there are normal fans. For, yeah. Because like, students get discounts the whole nine yards. Right, And usually they're on the campus where they're playing at.
1: Yeah, they're just already there, so they go over and
0: watch the game. But, moving on to the next one. Dwight Howard no longer in the NBA. Which threw me for a shock that I never thought the guy would go across the East to play.
1: Yeah. Which he didn't really have a choice. Um... Nobody would pick him up, kind of like that Carmelo Anthony situation, which nobody picked him up this year either. But it's kind of sad to see because Dwight Howard, he's only 36, and he can still play, not at a high level like he used to, but he can still defend and play good. I mean, he can play good defense and still get you rebounds. And he can – you feed him down low, he'll still dunk it occasionally, or he'll at least lay it up, you know. He's not what he used to be, but he's still good. But nobody, would, just nobody would pick him up.
0: Didn't he start the season with the Lakers?
1: No. He ended the se- last season with the Lakers, but they didn't renew his contract and nobody else offered him a contract.
0: So I thought he played a couple games this year.
1: Uh-uh. No. He should. I mean, they should have renewed his contract because Lakers need a good center.
0: Joe better than Russ.
1: Yeah, Joe better than Russ. Which wish Joe can play defense.
0: Which, from the videos I've seen, he's been an absolute beast over in Taiwan. It's like he's a rookie in the NBA again.
1: No, oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, he's in Taiwan is where he went to. That's... I knew he was in Taiwan, but I didn't see him.
0: Yeah, he's, like, dominating over there. Like, I think he's averaging, like, 30-some points a game in Taiwan.
1: Holy crap.
0: Yeah, as a center. <laughs> but, yet again, the height difference and everything else is a bigger difference. <laughs> yeah, that's player.
1: what I was – yeah. The, yeah. And then, like we've said before, the uh, him being in the NBA for so long, it might be a professional league over there, but their professional leagues don't compare to the NBA.
0: I think he was one of the last ones come straight out of high school, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. Because I believe he got drafted – 2022, not 22, I'm sorry, 2002, uh, I believe, straight out of high school. The year yeah. before LeBron. I believe so.
0: So Yeah, I mean, he's been in the league just pretty much as long as what LeBron has. And
1: Right, and he com- him coming out of high school gives him the advantage to play longer like LeBron has because they're younger at that point of how long they've been in the league.
0: Yeah, but it was just one of those things. But, like I said, over there, he's averaging like he was in his prime in the NBA.
1: Right. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He was the year after. I couldn't remember if he was the year before LeBron or was the year saying, after.
0: I thought, he was to the, I thought he was one of the last ones. I am just but yeah, I knew it was O two 2 or 4 I knew, I knew it wasn't the same year as LeBron. I knew it was O two 2 or 4 it, it,
1: it was 2004, first round, first by the Magic. Pitch. First overall. It was first. Yeah, his first out of Magic in 2004. I couldn't remember if it was before LeBron or after LeBron. But, and it was one year or the other.
0: Yep. I think it was one before and one after.
1: Yeah. But it was uh, 2004. But either way, he still deserves to be in the NBA. But it, they do that to a lot of players. Um, Carmelo Anthony, we have talked about. Uh, Jamal Crawford was one of them. JJ Raddick was one.
0: Especially older yeah,
1: players. Yeah. It's. Players that can still play, they just don't give them a chance. And yet you still have players that are absolute garbage that are still in the league that could those players could replace just because they're older they don't want. Oh, yeah. so then, like, like, let's take Russ dog for dog in, instance. Russ should be not playing in the league. But here he is coming off the bench for the Lakers whenever Carmelo Anthony – Not
0: quite over 35 yet.
1: Yeah, and whenever Carmelo Anthony could be that sixth man bringing better performance than Russ.
0: Or when Howard could be doing it too. Right,
1: exactly. Because we had both, well, the Lakers had both of those players last year, Joy Howard and Carmelo Anthony at the end of the season, and they didn't pick up either one. But they.
0: That's just like companies that bring in their new workers that like when this impression about ready to retire, like, yeah, we're just slowly forcing you out the door a little bit quicker.
1: Yeah, and then I hate to see. I mean, I know the NBA is a business, and it's up to the teams to offer the contract. But it still sucks to see for the players that you can still see potential in, and that you grew up watching, and just because they're older, they don't get picked up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, now I mean, I'm sure you remember back in the day, Dwight Howard was a beast oh, yeah. for the Magic.
0: What, he had a couple Eastern Conference runs.
1: Yeah, I mean he's he was a dominant guy in the East. I mean he gave he, he gave the Celtics lead. a run for their money, money a couple times. LeBron a run for his money.
0: Mm-hmm. Just for him to no longer be in the league just because of his age, which I understand. He is the old-time center that can't shoot. Yeah, he, he's Pretty not going to shoot
1: at three. He's not a stretch five by any means.
0: He's not even going to back you down and post him to a fadeaway. He's going to – he's face up.
1: Yeah, he's going to dunk on you or he's going to lay it up.
0: Which, as we've discussed before, the league's turn away from that. So, I mean, to an extent, it makes, makes sense for him right. to be there because the guy's hands are so big, he's not – and that's another thing. He's never hack a shack rule, too, because he couldn't shoot free throws either.
1: Yeah, right. He had a, I
0: think he should a little better Shaq, but he had a career like 62%, something weird like that.
1: Yeah, awful. But I understand him being a traditional center, but look at Carmelo Anthony. He can shoot threes. He can shoot mid-range, but yet, just because he's...
0: he's a yeah,
1: forward. just because he's older, he's not... A league.
0: Yeah, I mean... Not near as not near as versatile as what he used to be. And no. And he's but, never been
1: a good defender.
0: But, but as mentioned before, m- a small forward has to be the most versatile person on the four vote. Yeah. Because they are the person that can should it would be able to play all positions in a pinch.
1: Yeah. Right. And
0: I mean you look at LeBron, I mean, he you can. You won't expect your six foot free point guard to go box out a seven free center and get rebounds all day long. You wouldn't expect that, but right. a small forward that's maybe five to four inches shorter than that center should be able to get a few more rebounds than what that point guard would be. And then he's a few yeah. inches taller than the average point guard. So, like I said, it just goes both ways. So, like yeah. I said, he's never been much on defense. He's mainly been a I, – I wouldn't even say Offensive. really a good shooter. He's been yeah. a, pretty much a good spot-up shooter. But coverage-wise, he's, yeah, yeah, he's not really much of a clutch-in-your-face type of shooter.
1: Right. He's more of a catch-and-shoot. But for uh, the Nuggets and in the like Knicks, he done him, really he's, uh, good.
0: He's not that versatile anymore, and he's in the most versatile position. So unless he was to try to move down to shooting guard, yeah. which we've already discussed, but he can't shoot contested. Or if, yeah. since he's older, go to powerful forward. And be a big, but yet again, that would take more wear and tear on the body. So it it honestly yeah. makes sense why Carmelo Anthony's snubbed the way he is now.
1: Yeah, but then you have players like Russ that are still in the league.
0: Like I said, if he was a small forward, he wouldn't be in the league, but he's a point guard. So it makes. Uh,
1: but he can barely dribble.
0: That's true, too.
1: He gets more turnovers for me than anybody I've ever seen in my life.
0: That's true, but I'm not the Lakers making the decision. Yeah.
1: I think there's something going on that front office. Somebody needs fired. That's for sure.
0: That's not the coach.
1: No, it's not the coach. It's a little bit higher than the coach.
0: I thought the coach would be the one to get the blame first.
1: Yep, but it's more on the GM. He makes all the trading decisions and refuses to trade rows. But Joey Howard should be in the meeting. That's
0: that's it. All right. Zach Wilson mouthing the organi- or mouthing the Jets organization after being benched. <laughs> the kid had promised. Yeah, I've seen that. Huh? Had promised at the beginning of the season.
1: He's garbage. He's been playing trash. Um, seen that he he said he didn't. It was after that Patriots game. He went nine for twenty-two passes for only seventy-seven yards including 4 of 11 for 17 yards in the second half. I don't know about you. That's pretty trash. And so, he
0: have a couple of interceptions too.
1: Yeah. And so that's as a second.
0: Completions to the other team than what you have to your own team. That's already saying something to right.
1: <laughs> right. And he's a second-year, second-overall pick. But he should be playing better than that. And he needs to be a better leader because he said – when they asked him if he thought if if he thought that he let the defense down because the defense was playing good, that's why it was, the game was as close as it was. Um, mm-hmm. He said no, he didn't let the defense down, which wasn't accepted very well by the fan base and got a lot of slack for that comment. So then he eventually did apologize for it, but. Him saying stuff like that, he needs to be a better leader as the quarterback. Yeah, he's the benched quarterback right now because he's playing like trash. But he is still the quarterback for that game, so he needs to take responsibility. He's like, "Yeah, I was trash. I need to do better."
0: Instead young, of just playing football, the quarterback always has It, it does matter what you're in, you're right? right. Which I know quarterbacks are held to a higher standard, but that's one of the most important positions on the field.
1: Right. And him to just ignore the fact that he's garbage is not good. He needs to accept it. Like, yeah, I was trash. I need to do better. I need to work on it. And that would be – that would have been accepted a lot better than just like, no, I didn't let the defense down. I was I was playing good. I mean, he didn't say he was playing good, but basically that's what he was saying. He didn't let the defense down. He was – he, there's nothing wrong with his gameplay. When you go nine for twenty-two, it's only seventy-seven so yards.
0: of before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Zach man, Wilson. all game. Yeah, Russ going zero for eleven. Yeah, it's all game, man. Good playing out there. Russ is an idiot, but uh, Zach Wilson. So quarterback apparently. Yeah. He needs to do better with being a leader and accepting the fact that he's playing like trash.
0: A good leader. Which I've noticed every single year these quarterbacks coming up that are newer and newer. It seems like they want less responsibility by the time to get in the NFL.
1: Well, they're in the wrong position for that.
0: That's true. You want less responsibility, go be a right tackle. Go be a safety or, or something. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, like you're in the most looked at position in the sport and you don't want the responsibility of being a leader. More times than not, the quarterback is the leader of the team. Yep. So you need to go be a different position if you don't want the responsibility of being a leader of a team. I think
0: I'll get one step further from what I was saying. It's usually the – first-round quarterbacks are usually the ones that are like that. Usually your second or third rounds are usually pretty level-headed and usually some of the best quarterbacks you wind up seeing in the league.
1: Right. Usually the first round, I don't know if it's the hype of or the pressure of just them expected to be good because they're in the first round or what. Yeah,
0: because more than likely they're going to be the starters for that team.
1: Right. So I don't know if they just buckle into pressure. Because, obviously, to get drafted, however, all you have to be good in college. So these guys are good in college, just when they get to the professional league, they just can't play anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, we had an instance of that with WVU. Pat White was the same way.
1: Yep, he was a great player. Him and Steve Slayton together.
0: College, but came to the NFL, he wasn't worth what he was printed Nope.
1: No, sad to say I love watching him. Him and Steve Slayton were
0: awesome. Ben didn't help he got knocked out with him by the Steelers on, like, his second game, but still.
1: <laughs> yeah. I can remember that.
0: But it's common. Like I said, you get a first-round quarterback. I understand that they're usually going to a crappy team, and then they're expected to be the starter and leader of that team. So I can understand the stress of it, but the team is still paying you millions to play for them.
1: Right, and to bring them wins and to be the leader of their team.
0: Like I could go out there and do what Zach Wilson's doing for that amount of money.
1: Oh yeah, I could go out and I wasn't there and the quarterback. Right, and I mean we played enough football to be able to throw a ball a little bit.
0: I said I'll be honest. I got about a twenty-yard. I'm accurate as can be but 20 yards mm-hmm. is pretty much my maximum throwing distance before it gets way out of whack, which I know that don't exist in NFL. Right. So, I mean, to have that skill is a whole different demeanor, but to have the right hand on your shoulder to get with it makes the world of a difference.
1: Well, and a lot of these young guys, it seems like they, all these young rookies are more and more irresponsible than they used to be.
0: Oh, yeah which i think that's I me mean, was to say i'm going to say this but i think it's a generation thing too because these guys are starting to be I mean, they're a little bit younger than us now I mean, i'll just put it that way yeah, Most yeah we're the old i know right now are just a little bit younger than you and me yeah which is usually when the generation gap starts being noticed Right, which doesn't help. It we was literally like one of the best ones in our generation.
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, the most level-headed
0: in our generation, apparently. And like I said, come to it, we still got thirteen-year-olds in our generation right now. I ain't part of it. We are. We're just on the head end of. I'm thing. not. I'm not. You are. Same year, buddy.
1: (laughs) I don't associate myself with them. (sighs) Yeah, it's just – he needs to step it up, be a leader, be a man. Just basically put it that way, be a man, grow up. You're in the professional league now. You're not in college.
0: That's right. There's nobody feeling sorry for you. Nope. They'll just get rid of you. They don't care. They're chomps to get your job.
1: Yep. And in college, it's more forgiving to act like that. You'll still be the starting quarterback, but in the NFL, they don't put up with this. They will bench you and trade you. They don't care.
0: That's right. Or touch you completely.
1: They just want to win. They don't want you – they don't care how you feel. They just want to win games. Whether you're there or not, they're going to try the best to win games.
0: We understand it's the Jets, but still.
1: Right. They, they're they not very successful, but they still want to try to win games.
0: That's right. I don't think any teams get out there to try to lose. It's not fun.
1: No, unless they're trying to tank for the draft.
0: I don't care what these supportive parents say. Losing is not fun.
1: No, it's not. In the NFL, you don't get a participation trophy.
0: <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Last topic or are we calling it good?
1: Uh, we can hit it just all right, it's yes. just a recap a more
0: topic South Carolina versus Clemson recap I know earlier on in this podcast we was talking about South Carolina getting fine for the field with Tennessee incident, but right here is the rivalry game of the state, which there was no storm fielding yep or. I cannot get this term right. Field storming. A storming of the field. There we go. <laughs> At this game. And it was an SEC game for both teams. Well, I guess it was for the yeah. last team, too. But that don't make a difference. How do you feel about the recap? It was a good game.
1: It was, pretty, it was a good game. It was a 31-30 game with South Carolina coming out on top, which honestly surprised me. Um,
0: oh, it was never upset.
1: Yeah, it was upset because now, I don't know about them, but I know now South Carolina is ranked 20 and Clemson is ranked 10. But, um, and South Carolina is now 8 and 4, and Clemson is now 10 and 2. So that was only Clemson's second loss of the season. Because we've talked about Clemson at the beginning of our podcast, not this podcast, but with our AP polls and stuff, that they're always a top tier team. So, in yeah, in the past few years. So, then, I mean, this stands true even now with their, only their second loss this season. So, good game. I didn't watch it, but I did watch uh, highlights. And it was – I mean, you can just tell by the score it was a good game.
0: I watched it, but obviously it was definitely televised down here. Yeah, yeah, very local down there. Very, yeah, just a little bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's not very local up here. Yeah,
0: it was. I I watched the first two quarters just because it just so happened to be on while we went out to go eat, and it was at the oh. place where we was eating at. And I didn't, like you said, I got up left whenever my meal was done, <laughs> and then i right. would seen the final score afterwards. But you know, the first first half was. Good. I thought it was good, and obviously it wound up being a nail-biter.
1: Right. one point one point win. I'm not going to say it's rare in football, but you don't see it a lot. You mostly see like three-point difference, like a field goal.
0: Yeah, but a one point to literally even a safety would win the game. It is a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah. Right. Which I guess it'd still be a one-point victory for every team, but it's still one of those things. Like, I said, like you said, in the NBA, it's not really that big of a difference scoring-wise. One point isn't that big of a difference when it comes down to a game right. in the NBA. That happens pretty often, but in football, like you said, it's always at least three or four points. It's the difference. Yeah.
1: You know it's a good game if you win by one. In a football
0: game. Oh, yeah. And a close one. Anything with three is honesty.
1: Yeah. I mean, even a field goal, you know, like you said, three is a good a game. close game.
0: Yeah. Even if you win by three, that means if you played out the very end and you just happen to have a kicker to make it from how many yards away. Right. But this one wasn't a case. South Carolina actually stopped them on uh, Clemson's final drive. Yeah. Because Clemson, I think, was almost in the red zone. So if they was almost within the twenty yard mark and they stopped them, so they was definitely yeah, in field goal de- range. Yeah, but they got to run one more play to score and turned it over.
1: Yeah, that's what happens.
0: So I mean, it could have been a ball game there with, If Clemson would have played it smart and yeah. the field goal in that final play, it would have been the other way around. This really wouldn't even be a topic for debate. But it was and never upset.
1: Just poor decision-making in a late game, really.
0: Yeah, which, I mean, the other team would have still had enough time to march down the field because there were still a couple minutes left. Yeah. But it's still – it was unlikely due to the rank difference. Right. But obviously they marched in a couple times or else the score wouldn't have been that close. But usually yep. the ranked teams have more clutch abilities in them than what the unranked teams do. Yeah, and that's why they ranks so. are mm-hmm. But I think that's all the time. Well, and the topics we have for today. Yep. Got anything for them?
1: Well, just, you know, our YouTube channel, two terrible podcasts. So just subscribe there. And like I said, on our gaming podcast, if you listen to it, if you don't, go listen to it. We do have merch now. It is under our Three Terrible Gamers name. So it is Three Terrible Gamers, no spaces. But we do have Two Terrible Sports Analyst merch in that shop as well. So just wear us around to support our podcast and share it around. If they ask you what it is, on, hey, it's just awesome Sports podcast I listen to, you should check it out. So, and we have not just clothes, we have backpacks, drawstring bags, phone cases, magnets, stickers, all kinds of stuff. So,
0: all the fancy stuff for your day to day use and just, right. uh, however you want to design yourself or fashion yourself, I should say.
1: Right. right, And we got even like throw blankets and throw pillows, comforters, all kinds of stuff. Shower curtains, if you want to look at us in the shower, like
0: whatever. That's right. I do. I like seeing myself in the shower.
1: Better too. I look good. <laughs> <laughs> but that's all I got.
0: Alright. Well, if that's the case, later guys.
1: I'll see you guys next week.